1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On The Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Busy show today. And our, our first guest today is the president of the Ontario Real Estate Association, Stacy Evoy. Stacy, welcome to the show. Good morning, Asif and Tina. Thank you for having me. Uh, Stacey, the Ontario election is coming up June 2nd, and earlier in the week, the Ontario Real Estate Association asked all provincial leadership hopefuls to save the dream of home ownership. Have you heard back from some of them as to what they are going to be working on or planning uh, about the current state of the real estate market? So as if everyone uh, has been working uh, on uh, their platforms over the last few months, uh, the last uh, one to come in uh, was the Liberal uh, platform uh, this week. Uh, everyone does include uh, housing and affordability in their platform. Uh, but the main issue that we need to keep talking about and, and talk about tackling is the, the land, uh, the lack of supply in land in Ontario that's driving families out of Ontario. So how do you address those issues? I think you, you mentioned supply, but also affordability seems to be a huge issue, not only in this province, but across the country. How do you think the leaders need to address those big issues? So, Tina, that's a great question. ARIA's 2022 A Home for Everyone election platform puts forward eight bold solutions that we are calling on all parties to adopt to save the Canadian dream of home ownership in Ontario. And those include doubling the land transfer tax, the LPT rebate for first-time home buyers uh, from $4,000 to $8,000 and indexing it with the cost of inflation. We're also calling for an end to exclusionary zoning. And third, uh, getting dirty money out of Ontario real estate. And Stacey, we were, we've always referred to getting into the market as, you know, you drive till you qualify, especially for first-time buyers. And that seems to be changing right now within Ontario. But what do you think is the solution to that in order to get more first-time buyers into the market? So that definitely is a huge issue. Uh, drive till you qualify is no longer realistic. It's sad, Asif, that, uh, that young people can't afford homes in the communities uh, where they were born and raised. Um, even in our local market, my local market in London, Ontario, uh, first-time home buyers uh, are being driven out of the province. Uh, some are going west, some are going east, uh, because the prices are unaffordable. Um, the average price, even in my hometown, uh, now sits at $850,000. So it's no longer just a GTA or a golden horseshoe issue where, you know, you're just being forced out of the city of Toronto. It's happening all across the province of Ontario. So what do you think it's going to take for the political parties? What will it take the leader to say for them to win in June? And what kind of solutions do they need to offer Ontarians about housing and affordability? 
So that's a great question, Tina. Ontario realtors are calling on all political parties and candidates running in the 2022 Ontario election to prioritize housing policies that will ensure future generations have a shot at owning a home. And that's I mean, that's something that we all want to hear. But what do you think the reality is? I, I mean, with the changes that they would need in infrastructure, do you see a lot of uh, progress within the 905 or the 519 in terms of being able to accommodate more supply? So um, they would need to build, uh, to keep up with the pace, uh, they would need to build uh, an average of 100,000 new homes a year or a million homes over the next 10 years. Uh, so things like ending the exclusionary zoning uh, would have a huge effect uh, on the market. That's uh, something that could be done by the provincial government. Uh, they could end it at the provincial level and then insist that municipalities uh, pick up the ball on their end. So, you know, it really is going to come down to three levels of government uh, working together because the surplus land is not an issue that uh, we can uh, solve overnight. Uh, but some of these other things are solutions. Uh, for example, the ending exclusionary zoning uh, that, that would be, you know, more of a quick fix. Um, it's crazy when you think about the fact that you can tear down a wartime bungalow and build a monster home on it and not have to change zoning. However, to build a house uh, like a duplex or a triplex that would hold two or three families, uh, you have to apply for a zoning change. So it's uh, prohibited for many families. So this would uh, immediately add um, extra units and housing to our supply. And Stacy, now earlier this year, you know, some would have described the real estate market as being very hot. There was limited supply, uh, homes were going over asking. Some have now called the current state a bit of a cool down. How would Aria describe the current real estate market? So, Tina, people have talked about uh, this with regards to the rising of interest rates. And uh, the rising interest rates are only masking the real problem, which is a severe lack of housing supply. It's a historic problem for nearly three de decades we've been underbuilding homes. Uh, in our election platform, A Home for Everyone, we outlined eight bold solutions to address Ontario's housing affordability crisis. Uh, as I just mentioned, uh, the main recommendation is to end the exclusionary zoning, and this would uh, help um, ease up and add immediate supply to the market. And Stacey, what do you see for the rest of 2022? What do we have to look forward to with the real estate landscape and coming out of the election that's uh, in, in June? So uh, I think we have a bright outlook. I think uh, the market is going to continue to be strong in 2022. I do think uh, you're going to see some ebbs and flows, uh, you know, with things like rising interest rates where, you know, people just may put the brakes on for a month or two. So I think you're going to see um, some ebbs and flows this year. However, I think that you can expect that the market will be strong all the way through 2022. Awesome. Thank you for joining us, Stacey. If people want more information on Aurea lobbying the candidates, where can they get that? They can see our 2022 housing platform at ahomeforeveryone.info. Home for everyone.info. Thank you very much and have a great day. Thank you. After the break, Life at Key. This is On the Market on 1059 The Region. Stay with us. 
Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On The Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez, and of course, our real estate expert is Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties. And Asif, you have our next guest. I do, Tina. And joining us next is Rob Richards, co-founder and CEO of Life at Key, real estate for all. Rob, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Now, Rob, we've had... Life at Key on our show before, and our listeners have had a lot of questions about it. But for those that have missed it, tell us a little bit about Life at Key. We're a new co-ownership model that solves the two big blockers, keeping everybody off the property ladder, saving up for that big down payment, and qualifying for the massive mortgage that you need in order to buy a house in Toronto. Okay, so let's drill down to some of the nitty-gritty. How exactly does it work? What do I need to invest and be part of this? You just need two and a half percent of the value of the home to get in. So for a you know six hundred thousand dollar condo, that's only fifteen thousand dollars, and you don't need to qualify for a mortgage. So for fifteen thousand dollars, you can start owning and occupying the home that you that you want to be in. And that's a huge point that you don't need to qualify for a mortgage because right now with rates increasing and and first time buyers thinking that they're going to be priced out of the the market. For $15,000, they can actually get their foot in the door. Is that basically all it takes? That's all it takes. Uh, I mean, you, you have to have a, you know, a decent job so that you have an income and you can pay the monthly expenses associated with living there, but, but that's it. And we have so many people who otherwise would just never get into home ownership. You know, you're, you're trying to save and prices are rising faster than your ability to save and faster than your, than your income. Right, and, and so many people just have just given up hope about ever owning in a city like Toronto. And, and so, you know, the way that it works is that investors who own homes allow people to occupy the homes as a co-investor and co-owner. So they have a mortgage or they bought the home outright. So now their capital is working alongside our young people, letting them get on the property ladder for the, for the first time instead of keeping them stuck ranking forever. And so do they make monthly payments like a mortgage payment? They make monthly payments like, like a rent. So you, you own what you own and you rent what you don't own is kind of the way that it works. But every month you're, you're building more equity. At least $50 of your monthly payment goes toward your equity account. And as the, the home is rising in value, your equity is rising in value right along with it. And, and Rob... What about the foreign ownership aspect of it? Right now, you know, there's a, a crackdown or, or tightening of the, the rules to allow foreign investors. But if they have children coming here or something, would this be an option for them as well to get their foot in the door? And, and how does that work? Yeah, you know, it doesn't really impact the, the foreign investment thing. If, if we're going to tax foreign investors or put a ban on foreign investors buying, it doesn't really impact key. Uh, key, you know, works with investors of any type, and by far the majority of investors who own Canadian real estate are domestic. And so we allow them to allow a young Canadian or a new Canadian to occupy the home alongside them as a partner and, and co-investor in the home. Now, Rob, you mentioned it's about $15,000 to get in. For those who think, you know, this is just too good to be true, what do you say to them? 
Well, we've, you know, home ownership has been the same old, same old for over 200 years. Mm-hmm. We have not innovated. We, we put all the capital intensity, all the, the massive debt, always on the shoulder of the consumer, where our wealthy Canadians, investors who can afford to buy multiple homes and rent them out, um, you know, they're the ones who continue to, to amass wealth. And our young people just get left further and further behind. And so Key just aligns investors and residents for the very first time. Other than this archaic system of you have to buy 100% of the home and you have to go to the bank and get a massive piece of debt in order to afford the home, we've created something new. We're now investor capital funds the house initially, and then you buy in, and you buy in gradually every month at a pace that you can afford. Why, why does it? You know, the old system, 200-year-old system, why is that the only choice for Canadians? We have the technology now to innovate and create a new method of home ownership that gets many, many more people into the market. And, Rob, is there a, a set way that they're going to be buying in? Is it a set amount each month or each year? Or can they escalate that? Suppose someone comes into some money and wants to step up their ownership aspect of this property, would they be able to escalate that? Or is it just a set amount for a set number of years? You have the freedom and flexibility to buy up as you can afford to do so. So if you inherit 10000 from your grandmother's estate, or you get a raise at work and you can afford another $200 a month, just a setting in the app, then you can go ahead and invest that, that new money. So it really, you know, it's about the, the benefits of owning. You know, you've got security of occupancy. You've got a place that's yours. You have a say in what goes on. You can renovate and customize with the freedoms and flexibilities of renting. You don't have to commit to a mortgage. You don't have to put down more money every month other than the $50 minimum. And you have the flexibility to invest more when you can. Now, the other side of that coin is what if your plans change? What if you change your mind? Can you get out? 75 days notice and go. And the reason it's 75 days is we use 15 days to send in a certified appraiser to, to you know, validate the value of the home. And then 60 days, you have to move out and we have to move somebody else in. And you go with your with your equity. So everything that you've invested that's appreciated along with the underlying value of the home, you take that with you. So this would be a great way for renters to even have equity or something that they can take out when they're leaving their rental. Because usually when you're renting a property, you're just putting money into you know, into the landlord's pocket or, or into their mortgage. But if you're renting at Life at Key, it's almost like you get something out of it at the end of the term. Why would you want to rent if you could co-own, <laughs> right? You're, you're essentially paying a market rent, but some of that is going toward building your equity every month. Why, why would you want to rent if you could, if you could call on? And what type of key properties are available? Are they all condos? Are there detached homes? What can you tell us? Well, we came out to market in 2021 with our first residence occupying a really nice selection of downtown Toronto condos. And our plan for, for this year and next year and the year after that is to keep expanding in terms of neighborhoods and the types of homes, including townhomes and single-family homes that will be on the platform. And Rob, what's the demographic that you're attracting right now? Is it the younger Canadians? Is it more of the the middle-aged people? Like, who are you attracting for Life at Key? This is one of the most amazing and and satisfying things about Key. Our residents are from early 20s to 50-something. 
We have people that have gone through a divorce and are, are downsizing and wanting to own again. And we have people that are just starting out in their careers. And we have people from all walks of life. We have immigrants from four continents. We have gig workers and nurses and teachers and people working in, in, in the food industry. And we have architects and engineers and finance professionals. We have people earning 60K and we have people earning 120K plus. So it's really, really a broad demographic that speaks to how broad the problem is in Canada. So many people, we, we call it the missing middle, it's the entire middle class. If you don't have the bank of mom and dad to rely on to, to get that big mortgage and that big down payment, you're out of luck. And that just is so, so many Canadians, far too many Canadians. Just a great idea from the start. Rob, if people want more information about Life at Key, where can they find it? Well, the good first place is lifeatkey.com, our website. You can find us on Instagram at, at lifeatkey. Um, and we have a lot of engaging content. Uh, you can hear testimonials from our from our residents, and, and that, to me, is the most powerful thing, the way that we're helping people, giving them back the dream of getting ahead in life and being able to invest in where they live and build that nest egg. It's just so important. Can't wait to get an update on, on how it's going and how you guys are growing. Rob, thanks for your time and for joining on the market. My pleasure. Thank you very much. When we come back, your real estate questions and the hot listing brought to you by Souk, simplifying the home ownership experience. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. Jonah from Unionville asks, I'm trying to save for my first home. What is the minimum I would need for a down payment? What additional expenses should I anticipate? Asif, what do you think? Well, that's a great question, Jonah. And it's it's a question that we get asked a lot. And the reason is people think there's a set amount that they need for their down payment. And that's uh, it really depends on your income, your credit, uh, what type of home you're purchasing or condo you're purchasing. So there's a lot of factors that go into that. Uh, it depends if you qualify or the property qualifies for CMHC, which is an insurance or generous. Uh, so you really need to speak to a mortgage broker to kind of get your bearings straight on that part of it. And and we can always set you up with uh, one of our preferred brokers that will help you and actually put a plan together for you as to what you're going to need now and what you're going to need later. And the later part is the additional expenses. So you're going to need enough money for land transfer tax. If you're a first-time buyer, you're going to get some credits. And you get, uh, uh, in Toronto, if you're buying in the 416, you're going to have two land transfer taxes. So you're going to get credits for on both of those as well. But you'll still need some money for land transfer tax because you don't get a complete uh, forgiveness of land transfer tax for being a first-time buyer. You also have legal fees. You're going to have utility deposits. So there's a, a lot of those that uh, the mortgage broker would be able to help put together for you to be able to give you the true picture of what you're going to need total. And in Toronto, is the additional land transfer tax applied to any type of property that's purchased? It is, yes. Uh, so there's there's the municipal and the federal land transfer tax that's going to go into 
the purchase of the property. And in York Region or 905, we only have the one. We only have the one land transfer tax right now. So there's, uh, if you buy in Toronto, you do get credits on, on both of those. It's just a lot more than what you would pay in the 905. And do the credits apply, I'm sorry if you already mentioned this, but do the credits apply only to first-time buyers? Yes, they do. And and the other thing is, if you're buying together and maybe one of the partners ha- is not a first-time buyer, you're only going to get 50% of that credit. It's only the person that is the first-time buyer that's going to be eligible for this credit. So that's another thing to keep in mind. If there's two of you and you're both first-time buyers, you're both going to get the credit. Uh, if not, then it's only going to apply to the people that are purchasing the property on title that are first-time buyers. Our next question comes from Ram in Markham. He wants to know if you think removing the tub in the bedroom ensuite bathroom will be problematic if they decide to sell later on. Another great question. And, you know, there's a lot of people that prefer stand-up showers and they don't like the tubs and they want to replace those with stand-up showers. And when they're done right, it looks absolutely stunning and it could be a great selling feature as well. Now, the thing you have to consider is, is it the only tub in the house? Because if you do have another tub, maybe in the main bathroom or downstairs, then it's not going to be as as problematic as if it's the only tub in the house and someone comes in and they have younger kids and they want the tub and now they don't have one. So these are things to consider. Like if you do have another tub in the house, then you're totally fine. If not, I would really think about maybe making a smaller stand-up shower and, and keeping a tub. As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? You know, they can reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Now, just before we go, the On the Market hot listing brought to you by Souk. That's S-O-U-Q-H, simplifying the home ownership experience. Asif, over to you. You know, we're going to go to greensboro and this is a little community just north of cornell so it's ninth line 16th avenue area up to baroque and there's a fabulous little four bedroom detached home available here it's got a great layout it's bright it's spacious massive windows they're open the the family room is open to above you've got uh again four great bedrooms all hardwood floors throughout uh, hardwood stairs and stainless steel appliances. It has been redone from top to bottom, and you're looking at $1.5 million for this detached four-bedroom home in Greensboro. And is it a two-story, a bungalow? What are we looking at here? It's a two-story. It's got a 35-foot lot, which, again, is a larger lot for Greensboro in the Markham area. You've got, uh, again, like with Markham, your taxes are pretty reasonable. For this house, if it was in Durham region, you'd probably be paying about $6,500 a year in tax. Because it's in Markham, it's about $5,300 in tax. So a good savings there. And it's just a really nice area. You can walk to amenities, great schools. Uh, A lot of people move to this area for the schools themselves. And uh, it's uh, offered for $1.5 million, which is a great price for a detached home, considering just down the street, there's brand new townhouses being offered by the builder for $1.6 million. And where can our listeners find more information or contact the agent involved here? If they want more information, they can contact Vivian He and Vivian's direct number is 647-533-5210. 
If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.